Hello and welcome to the Big Finish Podcast. My name's Nick Briggs, or at least it was before I was deafened just then. Uh, I'm joined by Jason Higgellery. Hello. And a load of people from the Gallifrey Convention in LA. Hello. Hello. Well. Yes, that was me in LA a few days ago, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, are you trying to include me already? Yeah, yeah. Am I meant to even be here yet? Yeah, and you are now here. Brilliant. I'm back in England, and here's Paul Sprague. Hello. Hello. Well, there'll be more from uh, the Gallifrey One convention uh, later on in this podcast. But here we are, and what are we talking about? We're going to talk about the Paul McGann Eighth Doctor sale. Oh, yes. Although, firstly, I want to apologise for not being here when you came in. Oh, yes, so, to do Sorry that about problem. that. Yeah, the previous podcast, you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never mind. You, you turned up into the office to, to, to spring a lovely surprise on me, and I unhelpfully was working from home. Well, you know, you were busy. That's the main thing. Yeah. Well, I, I was simultaneously working from home and uh, helping my ailing girlfriend, who wasn't, who wasn't very well at the time. I didn't know you had an alien girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, uh, poor, poor Nat was feeling a bit under the weather, so I thought oh. that uh, if I worked from home, I could also tender to any needs that she may have, which were mainly for sleep, so I just sort of left her alone, mainly. Oh, well, that's the, that's but, the best uh, kind of need to be able to deal with, isn't it? Hey, listen, uh, uh, if, I'm back if, now. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> I just want to mention, if anyone's got thus far in this podcast and doesn't know what anything's about, this is big finish, you see. We love stories and we make great forecast audio drama and audio books and you can buy them on CD and or download. Our audio productions are based on much-loved TV series like Doctor Who, Dark Shadows, Blink 7, Stargate and Highlander as well as classic characters such as Sherlock Holmes, The Phantom of the Opera and Dorian Gray. Uh, oh, and also original creations such as Graceless and The Adventures of Bernice Summerfield. That reminds me, I need to get some pre-orders up. Oh, really? Yeah. What for? Graceless and Iris Wild Time. Graceless 3 and... Mm-hmm. Graceless 3, Iris Wild Time 5. Uh, I think it's no five. score draws. Is it 5? Yeah. Is, is it 5? I've lost track of this now. Five. Or is it 4? I don't know. Where are we with I, Iris Wild I, I Time? Think it's, I think it's 4, actually. Really? Yeah, because uh, we, we, we did, like, 2 on their own, didn't we? And then we did a second series box set and a, and a third series box set. So, yes, it's 4. Is it 4. four. It's go. 4, sir. 4. four. The number of the wild times is four. <laughs> Good. Graceless three. Iris wild time. Four. four. Arsenal <sighs> nil. <laughs> um, so the yeah. Paul McGann sale. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, what, what's on sale? All of them. Uh, all <gasps> of the Paul McGanns. All of them. No. No. Well, nearly all of them. What, from Blood of the Daleks? All the Lucy Miller ones? Yes, all of the Eighth Doctor Adventures in the Eighth Doctor Adventures range. Not all of the Eighth Doctor Adventures which feature the Eighth Doctor. That would be insane. Yeah, I know. What you just said then sounded so so confusing. I know. The Eighth Doctor Adventures, of which there are four series, are now available for only £5 each on CD or on download. It's the Eighth Doctor and Lucy Miller Adventures, isn't it, really? Yeah. I know she's not quite in all of them. There are 34 of them. Wow. 
and she's in the first one and the last one and most of them in between yeah yeah so what can we say about them well have a listen if you've forgotten about them or don't know about them here's a reminder of how exciting they are I've got a map somewhere we can always tear bits off to make a paper trail cut it I cut it greetings greetings Cutting. Uh. Two minutes. Time's up. Gotcha. Gotcha. Ow, ow, ow. There's been a terrible misunderstanding. Save your words for your creator. <laughs> I've an infinity of worlds to show you. Once every president of Gallifrey had a presidential cat. Until the incident with the giant mice, of course. This is your last chance. Stop immediately or we will destroy everyone on board. Kill him. Yes, Lord Sladek. What? No, no. What do you think you're doing? Saving your life. We can't just run away. This is the kind of area where the Doctor will be looking for high achievement. Oh, what? How well we can get ourselves hacked up by angry aliens. This is the Abbey of Kells. It is. Kells near Dublin, Ireland. The same. This may seem like an odd question, but it wouldn't by any chance be the year 1006, would it? This bit's probably where they slept. On that rock over there. Harold, you sit on it while I take your hologram. And don't go pulling your grumpy face. You're on holiday. I've met people on the internet who say they're aliens, but then you ask them to prove it and they go, how dare you doubt me and go off in a half. If you had the stomach for it, you would have destroyed us already. I do not bluff. I don't care, you're on your own. Oh my. Crikey. Can you hear me? We're here, Doctor, where are you? I'm driving one of your moon buggies over to the shuttle. I say these things are rather fun, aren't they? Doctor, she said. Doctor Who. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. Yeah, there you go. I did a bit of editing. <laughs> Plus, there's also still the Max Warp podcast up. That's true. So, you can, uh, if yeah. you look in the podcast section of the website, you'll see that it is there as the... What one was it? Oh, oh, yeah, it was up on the 15th of February. So there you go. And it's the first half of Max Warp, which is uh, an Eighth Doctor adventure, which is good. Yeah. They're all good. This is particularly good. Jason Hay Gallery said I should put that up. And who am I to disagree with Jason Hay Gallery? Well, quite. (laughs) Who are any of us to disagree with him? Well, there you are. How much are they, by the way, each? We've, We've done that. Five, five pounds. Right, I've forgotten already. It's <laughs> worth mentioning, isn't it? <laughs> or you can get a whole series for thirty-five pounds, or forty pounds for the fourth series, because there are more of them. It's worth it, I would say. So get, you... get caught up, and then move straight on to Dark Eyes. That's my advice. Absolutely, Dark Eyes. Oh, and here's a quick reminder of what Dark Eyes is. Run, Molly! Run! Take my hand. No, this is all mad. Just madness. Listen, Molly, this is going to be really difficult for me to explain, mainly because I don't really have a clue what's going on myself. You've not got all the answers then, the doctor. Not by a long shot, but isn't it obvious that those things, the Daleks, are intent on doing us some serious harm? This just isn't decent. It's... I know, no time for all that. Destruction. 
completion of the Time Lord's will be achieved. No problem, friend. One would think you had TARDISes materializing here every day. I don't have a clue who you really are. All I know is that you think you're saving me, but you don't know why. Is that about the size of it? Well... And that you call yourself The Doctor, which sounds like a 10th-rate stage name to me. Oh, no! They're in your bathroom! Back the other way! Time Squad to Dalek Time Controller! Now in Earth, 20th Century Zone 2! They're following us, flying again! Flying? What are these creatures? Hey, what's flying? Never you mind, take a left here, Cabby. No entry, mate! Look, commit a traffic offence or get blown up. I'll leave the choice to you. Are you looking for a punch on the nose? So you've been here before. You wouldn't consider killing me, would you? Molly, this is 1940. 1940? What do you mean? I told you the TARDIS is a time machine. 1940? Sure. It's true. You did say something of the kind. This is it. Strax's old boy. This'll be one for the history books. All right, I get it. You're fighting a war against these Daleks. I don't want to be fighting a war. And it's getting you down. I understand that. But it doesn't mean you should give up. Doesn't it? Doctor, you will be exterminated! I know! No, we haven't discovered time travel, but we've discovered a time traveller. Who? Him. The Doctor. What do you mean? You can take this thing anywhere in history. Anywhere in the world. And beyond? Beyond the world? What? You mean, like the moon and the sun? Yeah, there you go. I love dark eyes. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I wrote it. I've just directed. been enjoying the sands of life as well. Have you written everything now? Is that how this is going? Well, I think we've, we've yeah, we've hit a, a, um, a busy patch for me. Yeah. <laughs> Next month, you've co-written one. That's true. Um, the, the Seeds of War. Yeah. Yes, co-written with uh, Matt Fitton. Yes, uh, Colin Baker, in his interview in the Imminent Vortex, which will be out at the start of March... Vortex asked, is our free magazine, which you can download or you can get free copies of when you order a CT, CD from us. A CT? Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. Uh, in, in my interview with him, he said that he'd, he'd noticed that on the front cover of The Seeds of War, it said, uh, by Matt Fitton and Nicholas Briggs, and he wanted to know what that meant. Oh. He said, did it, did it mean one of you wrote it and the other one fiddled with it, and which way round was it? <laughs> I wrote the storyline, he wrote the script, I fiddled with it. <laughs> there you go. Colin Baker, if you're listening to this podcast, there's your answer. There you see. Always happy to help Colin out with a query. Yep. Uh, ooh, who's driving past? Um, should we have some emails, Paul? Yeah, we've, got, we've had loads recently. Loads this month. Bring them on. Uh, Ian Tracy says just listen to the wrong doctors everyone did a fabulous job on that one can you pass on a big congratulations and thanks to the fabulous Bonnie Langford her and Colin were my first TARDIS team as a kid and it's a joy to hear them together again please 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 say they will be back for more stories cheers from a strangely warm Dublin oh is that that person's name my name is strangely warm Dublin yeah possibly yeah Um, yes the wrong doctors the first time the sixth doctor and Mel have been back together since The Wishing Beast, I think, which was in 2006, was it? I don't know, 2007. Oh, I don't know off the top of my Write head. Write in and tell me quite who a while. I am. Well, you could just get up and look, it's over there. Or, or I could just <laughs> just type it into the search engine 
engine. Yes, speaking of searching for things and dates on the website, I've had a couple of inquiries recently with people saying that they didn't realise when things were out. Um, for instance, someone ordered uh, the light at the end as a Valentine's gift for their loved one, which was unfortunate because we haven't made it yet. Well, we've recorded <laughs> it. Yes. Uh, yes. But, oh, uh, by there's the way, there's the, slightly more work to be done on that. The Wishing Beast was released in July 2007. Yeah, so and the no way you it. find out is, is you um, look up the item on our website and underneath the cover it says when it's released. Yes, I think the thing that was confusing people was that some of them just say out in November or out in December because it doesn't say the year if it's the current year. Uh-huh. So that's, that's all it is. So yeah, some, something to bear in mind if you're if you're ordering so they or pre-ordering. That we, they assume that we'd announced something that was out the previous year. Yes, possibly. Yes, I've had the same thing with about uh, Night of the Stormcrow as well. That someone pre-ordered it and was expecting it. That's quite an illogical assumption. Well, I, I can't I can't help you with that. <laughs> sorry though, sorry. Yes, it just seemed a logical thing that you know you just say something's in August or November or whatever if it's this year, and if it isn't this year, you specify the year. Doesn't that make sense? Or am I just a bit mad? It does to me. I think maybe as well on the old website it always said the year regardless of what the year was. I mean, it's something we could potentially well, we add could, in. Yeah. I don't know if it yeah. saves a bit of confusion. Yes, sorry about that. So it yes. saves wear and tear on my hands replying to the audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chris Another Jarvis one. says, just wanted to drop you a line. I'm currently enjoying a second listening. Second listening? Second listening of your, alert. Of your Dark Eyes special. Oh. Molly O'Sullivan is a truly excellent companion, probably the most interesting character in herself, to join the Doctor since Ace. I hope you're working on a new series with her as the Doctor's ongoing assistant. If you aren't, then stop whatever you are doing and go and write it, in capital letters. <laughs> right, I'm off. Yeah. I've also just enjoyed Gods and Monsters, which I picked up in your sale. I really enjoyed it, but would love it to make more sense. <laughs> Can you tell me which other Big Finish audios feature events which feature events which lead up to it? That's got quite a list attached to it. I'll come back to that in a minute. Yeah. P.S. Also regarding Dark Eyes, if you did produce a stick of rock with Exterminate all the way through it, I would definitely buy one. Can we, can we get those manufactured? Yeah, we haven't got a license for that, but yeah, I shall be fighting for one, obviously. <laughs> I'm a stick of rock with Exterminate written all through it. Are you? Yes, literally. <laughs> yes, there's there's a lot of audios that lead up to Gods and Monsters. It's mm. kind of tricky to know where to start, really. I, give it a go. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to take yeah, this I'm, one. I'm not going to attempt it. Well, it, I don't know. See, it's, it's quite important that you've seen The Curse of Fenric on TV mm. or on DVD. Yeah. That, that certainly would help. That would be on your TV. Um... Of, of all of the others, I, I don't know. I mean, in theory, you could go back to the very first Hex story and listen to all the stories he appears in because it does reference the very beginnings of his character. Um, what was, true, what was the first Hex story? Was that The Gathering? Yes, I think it was, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm just trying to think of the, the really sort of key ones. The Angel of Scutari is quite important to the ongoing storyline with Hex, so I'd say that's worth picking up. Yeah. I mean, there's there's hints of things in the Magic Mouse Trap and Lurkers at Sunlight's Edge, and Robophobia, but they all they they're not vital. No, to the no, certainly not in Robophobia. It's just a tiny little yeah. House of Blue them. Fire. I think you need to listen to that. That gives you. A I hope bit you're of writing this down. Background beforehand. Yeah. Um, and Project Destiny as well is quite a big hex story, which has a lot of big reveals in it and feeds into the Gods and Monsters storyline as well. Um, I would also say that you'd want to get Protect and Survive and Black and White, the two preceding stories in that trilogy, to properly Those, get yeah. an idea of what's going on. 
So I, I think with those, what, five, six, you can probably make a reasonable stab at most of the stuff that's been going on. Although there's other hints and things but going yes, on. But yes, those are the stories. essential ones, yeah, aren't they? Yes. I think so. So just get on and order them. Yeah. Thank and you. If, and if anyone wants to make their own stick of rock with Exterminate through it and send it to us, that's fine. That would be brilliant, yes. <laughs> we will, of course, uh, have Paul test it first. Yeah. I'd be quite happy to taste it. He's, he's our poison taster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not meant to be poison, is it? Sorry. Good. Another one? Well, Roy Brain has said, I'm a long-time fan of your work, but I thought I would take a moment to offer just a small bit of criticism. No, here we go. Please know I have many discs and box sets. I think the Tom Baker stories rival anything ever broadcast in his television days. Likewise, Countermeasures and Jago and Lightfoot are superb work. However, I do believe Vienna Salvatore has replaced Frobisher as the most annoying character in the Big Finish universe. Perhaps you could write a special download in which Vienna, Frobisher, K9 suddenly find themselves on Adric's ship moments before it explodes. If possible, could one of them please be carrying the Eighth Doctor's new costume? Look forward to the wonderful and creative things you do this year. Happy anniversary, Roy Brown. Thanks, Roy. We love you too. That wasn't remotely irritating. Well, each to their own. I think, you know, we've done good by you by reading that out. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I thought that people liked Frobisher now. I thought they'd, they'd moved on from the early Frobisher hate. I love Frobisher. He's not moved on. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, oh, he's entitled not Conversely, to. Tony Jones say, says, uh, can I be one of many to say that Vienna has exceeded all expectations and ask how soon we can expect news on the box set? There you go. You see, it just goes to show that there are many different views out there. Yeah. <laughs> what what kind of ridiculous response is that? Balance. I apologise for being so bland. <laughs> I'm just going to hit myself. Oh, thank you. But that, that's the important thing, though, isn't it? Balance. I mean, I, yes. I, I feel it's bad if we're just constantly reading out and putting letters in vortex that are always enormously positive and saying how great we are. I know you it? think that because you keep giving me really nasty <laughs> ones to reply to. Yeah. But fair enough. No, I mean... Uh, I'll give it, you nice ones to reply to as well. You certainly do. And, and it has to be said, no, this will probably provoke a load of really nasty emails now, but uh, <laughs> most people write in nice things, which is great because uh, we sort of get the feeling we're, we're mostly doing the right thing. I mean, we are doing the best we can. So, uh, but yes, all comments are welcome. Well, the thing that you, you constantly realise, though, and, and this happens to me as well, I mean, how often do you actually send an email or a letter to someone saying how good they've been? You know, no, you, you don't, don't really tend you to complain. do it. Yeah, yeah. You, you so it's great that we get so many nice comments. Really. I mean, the number of train journeys, for instance, that I've been on that have gone without any kind of hitch, and I've never said thank you to anyone for them. No. I, I just go, oh, that's been a terrible journey. I'm going to send a letter to them. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sad. So it's nice that we do get a lot of positive responses. It's a very good point. Um, Jim Hall says, I finally listened to the rest of the fourth Doctor series that my family bought me for Christmas. The Aside and Adventure was a great story to wrap up the series. Lots of plots and subplots involving the Master and the Kraals. Leela gets lots of action in this one too. Geoffrey Beavers was wonderful as the Master. Definitely a series I'll listen to again. That's good. Well, that's a nice positive note to return to LA on, I think. So, um, that, that's all from us for now. Well, we'll probably pop along at the end of the podcast to say goodbye but uh, let's go back to LA what do you want to ask us <laughs> <laughs> this is Big Finish Talks Back so <clears throat> for people who haven't been here before you can ask us anything you like about the products we do whether it's Doctor Who or not probably mostly Doctor Who at this panel probably uh, and you can uh, see what's coming up in the future perhaps 
Yes, okay. Ah. Who, who we got? Yes. The uh, greatest guest star in the history of Big Finish and the most joyous performance, I would argue, was uh, Alex McQueen in Unit Dominion. And I wondered if there was any plans to bring him back, either as that character or as in another role with Big Finish. Yes, yeah, so he was brilliant, wasn't he? And I, and yeah, it hasn't escaped our notice. And he has been in touch. So have you heard all this? That he co- he has lots of strange names for everyone. He calls me Your Lordship, as well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And does strange noise impersonations all the time. And he said, yes, uh, give my love to, to his lordship, Nicholas of Briggs. Yeah. And uh, yes, we must get him back, mustn't we? He's genius. Yeah, yeah he's, he's brilliant. brilliant. How yeah. many of you uh, have seen The Inbetweeners? Not the American version, but the British version. Don't say that in a kind of dismissive way. <laughs> well, no. The, these people are not the American no, version. No, the American version wasn't very good. Wasn't it? No. Uh, um, but he's brilliant in that as well. So, yes, it's, uh, I'd be shocked if we don't work with him again very soon. By the way, how many of you have heard the... Uh, oh, yeah. I haven't got it here to play to you, unfortunately. That'll be in a panel in the main um, hall. Uh, the trailer for The Light at the End. Have you heard it? I put it in the podcast. There <laughs> yeah, you see it. Yeah, it's, it's, I just snuck it in there. We'll put it on the site properly next week. But I've done a little sort of video slideshow with it as well, and we'll put that on the main screen at some point this weekend. Another question, please. Well, I'm a big fan of your work. Well, thank goodness. Disaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, He's going to critique you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, my, I got like a two-part question has to do with your work with the Daleks. Okay. Um, first one, first part is, do you plan to continue Dalek Empire anytime soon? Because you left us on a cliffhanger with Dalek Empire 3, and I'm really interested to see where that goes. Okay, next question. <laughs> okay, um, okay, I know you're a big fan of the Daleks. Do you remember the Mavellans from Destiny of the Daleks? Yeah. Do you have any plans of putting them in a story? Because they really, I'd love to see them get elaborated on because they only appear in the one story that we never hear about, and they actually beat the Daleks. So, I mean, they're, they're too good not to put in Big Finish. I mean, they, they're a race that actually beat the Daleks besides humans or Time Lords. Um, uh, will we do more Dalek Empire? Yeah, I'm, I'm just repeating it now. That's right. <laughs> I know you couldn't hear that. That's why I'm doing this. <laughs> but t- carry on telling me you didn't hear the question. <laughs> Are we going to do another series of Dalek Empire? And w- also, uh, will we feature the Mavellans in any big Finnish story? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not against either of those things. You know, you've probably heard us say that the problem with doing uh, something like Dalek Empire is that it doesn't feature the Doctor. And that is, that's always a problem for sales now since the new series came back. Not so many people seem to be willing to buy. I'm sure you all are, obviously. About how many people are here? Someone do a quick count. Um, you know, not enough people are going to... So, I mean, we could possibly do another Dalek Empire which featured a doctor. I've mm. been thinking about proposing this, but we've got so many other things in the pipeline. Uh, no plans as yet, but, it, you know, I... I would certainly never say never. And, and the Mavellans, again, that's something that we can think about. That would be fun. Mavellans is Terry, in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah Terry yeah, Nation. That won't be an issue. No. If you want it. Yeah. Do you want, do you want the Mavellans? Do you want, do you want a bit of Mavellans? I've got, on the side I've got a job lot out yeah. the back. Yeah. Very um, nice. Nice uniforms. <laughs> Lovely hairstyles. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Beads. Yeah. yeah, very nice. Anyway, um, sorry, I just got a bit carried away. Pardon? Oh, yeah, interesting foley. Sh- 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 yeah. It's the Mavellans, you know. Yeah. I heard them coming over the sand dune. Um, another question. Okay. Actually, I was going to comment that oh, um, we, 
Nick was saying about um, you know doing another Dalek Empire series, the reality is that we actually come up with so many good ideas for series that eventually we have to start culling them. And in fact, we cut something not long ago that was on the schedules, but it was decided that realistically we can't do everything. No. Uh, much as we'd love to, because... Um, Maybe in the fullness of time. Yeah. Maybe. What is your question? Try and shout it out a bit. On the flight over, I listened to all of the, uh, the confessions of Dorian Gray. Was it an active choice not to have an intro or an outro for each episode? Well, that would have been Scott Hancock. Uh, did anyone listen, any of you listen to the Confessions of Dorian Gray, our download-only series? That's, that's a little sort of template for productions we're trying out um, because, of course, it costs less if we don't do a CD release. Yes, um, I, I think they should have an introduction on the next series. I think as executive producer, I shall tell Scott to do that next time. <laughs> but I'm going to have a word with him now. Yeah, OK, that's a very good point difficult to see where one story ended and another began. It's like my life, really. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm coming over to you over there. Or your washing. My washing? Yeah. What? I've got, I've got a wife who does that. Right. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, who should we have? It's true, though. <laughs> that, doesn't, that makes it worse, though. I just realised. Yeah. Are no. you saying that's the only reason you married her? No. <laughs> I think that's what you're implying. I love her. <laughs> And there'll be more from the Gallifrey One convention in the next podcast. There's even more. Even more. Uh, and I just want to say thank you to everyone at LA for being really lovely. Uh, and, and we had a fantastic time, Jason and I. It was great. No one invited me to that. No. <laughs> well, they'd heard about your behaviour at Chicago. That's, uh, that's what happened there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yes. So uh, until next time, it's a big goodbye from me. Oh, and, and a goodbye from me, and also an encouragement to listen to Toby Haydoke's Who's Round podcast, which will be interspersing these. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, the competition is still open, isn't it? What? You can still enter the competition to win some script fronts. And the question yes. was, uh, Jonathan Forbes was in Stormcrow. Yes. Uh, what other story? Was he recently in? Was he recently in, yes. I believe it was said the, alongside which Doctor as well, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yes. Oh, the Eighth Doctor, yes. So, yeah, Although so. a couple of people have emailed in saying he was uh, alongside Paul McGann in Hornblower, which is not the answer we're looking no, for. No, it's not an Eighth Doctor story, <laughs> Hornblower. Anyway, yes, that competition's still open until the 28th of February. Uh, entries to podcast at pickfinish.com. I'll go away now. Goodbye. Bye.